Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Excellent. You didn't fall asleep today like you did on Friday's show. No, I'm right a big on, gap. I'm right on top of things. That's right. You're no wired problem. tonight. It's yes. Like coffee you've been having. Uh, well, tea, but you know that can do the tri- the same trick. Excellent. What's going on today? We don't have any Disney Parks blog news. All right, that's okay. I get sick of the Parks blog sometimes. And we've only got like one story from Disneyland, so let's head on over to the Disneyland Resort. Is this going to be like a four-minute show? Uh, no, because we have a lot of Disney World news and okay. cruise news and all entertainment right. news. Okay, all right. Um, so our one Disneyland story. Um, Doc Ondar's Denim Antiquities at Disney World and Disneyland are soon going to have the Kanan Legacy Lightsaber Hill available. That's right. This was first mentioned back in the summer of 2022, uh, and they are now finally going to have it. Uh, This Legacy Lightsaber Hilt is going to be available for purchase beginning in November of 2023. Uh, There is no price on it, but it's uh, relatively simple with black on the handle and a guard before the silver emitter. Uh, Kanan Jarrus is a character from Star Wars Rebels. Which is what one of the animated shows? It's one of the shows. animated shows. Okay. Um, he was also seen in some of the Bad Batch uh, episodes, and uh, that's uh, that's his deal. All right. All right. And the only reason we had that Disneyland story, I mean, that was partially Disney World, too, because it's available there. Yeah. So there really wasn't any Disneyland news. Not much happening over there. Yeah, but there's a ton of stuff happening in Walt Disney World. So what's going on over there? All right. The Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party for this year has been completely sold out now. That's right. Even that November 1st date that we talked about the other day, that is now gone. Um, sometimes you're able to find some cancel, you know, if there's cancellations, they do have tickets available day of. But uh, don't go into the parks thinking that you're going to get tickets for later that night. Yeah, it's actually pretty rare. The water has been added back into the Cinderella Fountain in Fantasyland at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. And not only is the water in there, but it is pumping again. Good. Uh, so that uh, fountain has been repaired and repainted. And there's now water cascading out of the, uh, what would you call that? It's not the base. It's the... Platform. Platform. Yeah. Okay. From the, the platform, platform that has Cinderella on it. Yes. It looks very nice. The topping bar is back to its original glory at Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. Beginning on October 1st, uh, there was a celebratory uh, performance by Sunny Eclipse. Actually, there's a, a performance by Sunny Eclipse every day. Ah, um, but they were celebrating the return of not only the toppings bar, because the toppings bar has been back since post-COVID. Okay. Um, but this is the return of the condiment pumps. Oh. So you know that you're able to get mayonnaise, barbecue sauce, and ketchup in the um, fixins bar. And since the COVID reopening, they have only been individual packets Ugh. of those items. I hate packets. Uh, so we are now back to community pumps that everyone touches. Stop. Don't say it like that. <laughs> At least you can get as much as you need, and it's not so terrible for the environment. I'm a big fan of the pumps. Right. And, you know, I believe I know why they brought them back. Why? Because October 1st was Disney World's 52nd birthday. Uh-huh. So I think that was part of the 52nd anniversary celebration. <laughs> right. Cast members who work in the World Celebration area of Epcot have received some new costumes. That's right. Beginning October 1st, the cast members in World Celebration have debuted new costumes that are actually made out of recycled material. Nice. Uh, The costumes are a new dark shade of gray with some slightly lighter detailing. The left side uh, and sleeve of each shirt has a repeating triangular pattern that replicates Spaceship Earth, which is at the front of the park. 
So uh, each shirt also contains a pop of color at the back, the underarms, and at the central zipper. So they also have shades of green, blue, and purple, um, and the Epcot logo on the sleeve. So they're they're nice. Sure. Um, they're fancy. You think they're fancy? I think they're pretty boring. You do? Yeah. All right. Well, I think they, they're, well, maybe they're understated with just yes. a splash of color. Sure. We'll call it that. That's fine. Edna Mode would not approve of this. I don't think, think she would, no. but there's no capes, so it's all right. Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit is back in Epcot for a second Halloween season. That's right. The Pumpkin Pursuit uh, came over from Disneyland. Well, the concept came over from Disneyland mm-hmm. uh, last year, and it has come back this year. Maps are available for both Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit as well as Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak. Uh, they are available for $9.99 uh, plus tax. Both of those are pretty much uh, scavenger hunts. Yeah. You have stickers, you have a map, you place the stickers on the map in the appropriate spot, and when you are done, you get a prize. Right. Would you like to tell our listeners what the prize is for completing both of those scavenger hunts? Sure. They are pumpkin sippers. You can choose from five different designs. All right. And they're kind of stylized pumpkins based on characters. One of them is Goofy. One is Stitch. One is Minnie. One is Mickey. And one is, I don't know, is that Mike Wazowski? He's just got like one... One eye. One eye. Maybe. Um, I don't know what that last one is. Yeah. So whether you complete... Oh, no. I think it's supposed to be Pluto. Oh, okay. Maybe right, that's with the his green stripe? Yes, because those are his ears. Yeah. Um, so whether you complete the scavenger hunt or not, you do get the, uh, you, you can get the prize. You just have to turn in your map. So essentially you're paying $9.99 for a, a pumpkin sipper. Yeah. The Hotel du Canada facade in the Canada Pavilion at Epcot has been undergoing repairs since earlier this summer. Now a new shade of paint is covering the previous primer covered bricks. That's right. That's part of the uh, reimagining, not reimagining, refurbishment, uh, refurbishment yeah. of the Hotel du Canada, which is part of the Canada Pavilion. It is not a functional hotel. It is just a representation uh, of a Canadian hotel. Right. So that, uh, that's been They've been on. working on the Canada section for a very long time. Yeah, they've had scaffolding up since June. So it's Even uh, before it's a the scaffolding, session. they just had that whole back area closed off. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice, nice little area that not it a lot is. of people visit. It's very pretty. There's nice gardens back there, so hopefully that'll be back open soon. The new schedule of attractions including included in the extended evening hours at Hollywood Studios are not including Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Which kind of stinks because that's one of the better rides in the park. Um, we know that the extended evening hours returned this past weekend on September 30th. And the attractions that are going to be open for extended evening hours at Hollywood Studios include Alien Swirling Saucers, Mickey's Mini, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, Muppet Vision 3D, Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith, Slinky Dog Dash, Star Tours The Adventures Continue, Toy Story Mania, and Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Um, Disney notes that those attractions are always subject to change and that some may not be operational, Except for Rise of the Resistance, which is not on the list. So it's definitely not going to be operational. it's definitely not going to be operational. And that's kind of sad because, uh, like I said, that's one of the better rides in the the park. Yeah. And, you know, one of the benefits of of staying at a deluxe resort or vacation club property is to get those extended evening hours when the crowds are lighter. And now you can't even do Rise of the Resistance. Bummer. Yeah. The volcano at the Rainforest Cafe is looking an awful lot like the Hotel du Canada. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. They are now doing some exterior refurbishment at the Rainforest Cafe, which is located in Disney Springs, and uh, they do have scaffolding up and around the volcano. 
There are special, uh, some special signage that shows you how to get to the entrance <laughs> of the building um, just because that scaffolding is so massive that yeah. it, it, it affects the traffic flow in the front. You know, we don't usually talk about merchandise, especially plushes. Right. Um, but there were two new cool things at Disney Springs that I thought were fun. Okay. So the first one is a Disney 100 Stife Mickey Mouse plush. Uh, the Stife company has been making teddy bears for over 100 years. Okay. Um, and they do have this new Mickey 100 bear. It is available inside the World of Disney, which is at Disney Springs. It is $225. Uh, you do have to ask a cast member for assistance because they don't leave these on the shelves. Mm -hmm. um, but it is Mickey in his Platinum 100 outfit, and it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know if it's $225 worth of cool, but it's kind of neat. Well, nice did, gift. Did you know that the Stife Bears are handmade? Oh, really? So this Mickey is handmade. Yeah, I mean, that definitely brings value. I can see why maybe someone would pay $225 for a handmade Mickey. But Cheryl would not pay $225. No, not for that. Okay. Uh, and then the other plushes that I thought were cute that are new are the new Chippendale shoulder plush. Oh, boy. Uh, so we've seen over the past couple of years the Groot. Uh, I believe there's been an orange mm -hmm. bird. And yeah. is there a figment? There might have been a figment. Um, but they utilize magnets to uh, sit on your shoulders. Uh, and now they have these Chippendales that uh, go onto your shoulders as well. Cute. Yeah. And those are available. How much are they? $39.99, but you get the set. But it's so. the pair, yeah. Right. So that's not a bad thing. You can split it between two people. Right. And as we talk about Disney Springs, I've saved this story for last because it is Cheryl's favorite Disney Springs story every month. And that is that there are new Gideon's cookies available for the month of October. Yes, they have a Frankenstein cookie and a Frankenstein's bride cookie. That's right. These cookies have returned. They were here last year as well. Uh, the Frankenstein cookie is a dark chocolate cookie with double stuffed Oreos and M&Ms. Um, and then I guess there's like a lot of, uh, what's that, crushed Oreos on the outside? Yeah. So that looks pretty good. And then the bride cookie uh, is a uh, chocolate chip cookie. Let's see. It's a... It's more, it's more with white chocolate. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a vanilla cookie with white chocolate. So like a standard chocolate chip cookie, right. not, a, not a dark cookie. But it also has some of the same candies in there. Yes. So those are both available at Gideon's and they are $6. All right. Now that we're into the resort section of the uh, podcast, it's uh, sad to say that Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser held its last journey over the weekend. Wow. And has officially closed. Crazy. So RIP Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, the Halcyon was pretty fun. So now I'll have to see what they do with that building because yeah. there's been talk that they might repurpose it. I think they won't do a whole lot of anything for a few years. Mm -hmm. All right. Boat transportation across Bay Lake between Fort Wilderness and the Wilderness Lodge is going to return after a long absence. Yeah. And that is part of the water taxi service. Um, so that uh, is going to be available beginning at 3 p.m. each day. And that is just between those two properties. That's the blue route. There's always the green route that has uh, transportation over to, to Magic Kingdom. Yes, got to have that. At the Grand Floridian, the walls have come down around the Gasparilla Island Grill, and the entrance is now open to guests. That's right. There was some exterior construction over there. They had built a small tunnel uh, hmm. so that guests could get in the entryway. Uh, but as Cheryl mentioned, those walls are now down and the building is accessible. Much better. Disney Cruise Line has announced some details about a DVC member-exclusive first wave voyage on the Disney Treasure. That's right. The Disney Treasure is going to have her maiden voyage in December of 2024. 
Uh, but DVC has announced that they have a member-exclusive sailing. It's going to be the Treasure's third sailing, uh, which will be at the beginning of January. Uh, and it will visit the British and U.S. Virgin Islands and Castaway Key on a seven-night voyage. Uh, they will depart from Port Canaveral, have two days at sea. Uh, their third day is, uh, sorry, their fourth day is Tortola of the British Virgin Isles, then St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Isles, a day at sea, Castaway Key, and returning to Port Canaveral. And if you're a DVC member, you can begin booking that on October 14th at 10 a.m. Coming on over into entertainment news, uh, we've talked about how Disney Plus is going to be following suit with what Netflix has been doing with regards to Being password cranky. sharing. That's right. Well, Disney is going to begin their crackdown on password sharing outside of one household on November 1st in Canada. Okay. So they're going after those friendly Canadian folk. Nice. Uh, initially. And Who I'm would sure, never hurt anyone. That's right. Um, I'm sure that they are going to eventually work that down to the U.S. Mm -hmm. and roll it out to other countries as well. Um, Canadian Disney Plus subscribers received emails last Wednesday informing them that password sharing is no longer allowed. So your password cannot be shared outside of your household. Now, I don't know if that means you can only view it at one physical location. I don't know. Um, but like when you look at a household like ours, we still have children. <laughs> We're all over the place. Uh, who are in college. Right. Who use our account while they're, you know, 50 miles away. Yep. So I don't know or like, what you the know, specifics of that will with be. Like Netflix, I use it when I'm at the gym. Right. You know, uh, our daughter uses it when she's staying over at a friend's house. Uh, our other daughter uses it up at college. So, yeah, how do you... How do you rein that in? I don't, I don't know if you can. Right. A new Gabby's Dollhouse Dance Party has debuted at Universal Studios Florida. All right. Well, I don't necessarily know who Gabby is, but apparently she is a Universal character. Uh, and she now has a fun new dance performance in front of Mel's Drive-In. That performance is followed by a meet and greet. It looks like she is joined by about six of her friends. They dance down the street towards the drive-in. And then when they get there, they perform a dance number. Uh, the performers all wear, I guess, what is Gabby's signature look of white and black stripes with cat ears. Uh -huh. um, they also have bubble blowers uh, with them to add to the fun. So uh, if you enjoy Gabby, uh, it could be a fun time. All right. And you may know that this is not Gabby's first time in the park. Um, Gabby's uh, was added last year to the DreamWorks Destination Courtyard for meet and greets. However, when they closed that area to make room for the new DreamWorks land, uh, Gabby and her other friends were moved over to the Hollywood section temporarily. So uh, this dance routine is new. I feel a little out of it because our girls are now of the age where they don't watch these shows. No, I and know. I have no idea who Gabby it's is. It's true. And in cruise news, um, Carnival has made an announcement that they are opening up a new destination. Uh, their new area will be called Celebration Key. It is part of Grand Bahama. It's going to be opening in 2025, and that may seem like a long way away. But it is relevant because bookings are now available uh, for some of the cruises that are going to be the first ones to hit that area. Right. Um, there are going to be three ports that visit that, Port Canaveral, Port Miami, and Jacksonville. Um, they are going to begin visiting in July of 2025. And this new area is going to be, of course, uh, you know, where thousands of guests show they're going to allow two ships to dock simultaneously. The ships that are docking can carry up to 6,000 guests each. Yep. So that is about 12,000 people. Um, they're going to have, much like Disney's new area, uh, you know, a focus on the Bahamian lifestyle and culture. 
Um, and uh, they're going to have a mile-long beach section. They're going to have a straw market. They're going to have freshwater and saltwater pools available. So this is the third Bahamian uh, destination that is run by the Carnival Corporation. Mm -hmm. uh, Princess Cruise Lines and Holland America, which are also part of the Carnival line, right. have their private destinations, Half Moon Key and Princess Keys. Um, this new area uh, with the Celebration Key name is uh, about 18 miles outside of Freeport, which is where the ships normally dock when they visit the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. So not far from the Bahamas. This right. would be a separate, uh, a separate visit. And they are going to have uh, available to their guests serene relaxation of the beach to high adrenaline water and adventure amenities. Uh, they're going to have a Bahamian town square and festival walkway that uh, are kept with grounds and uh, beautifully kept grounds and local flora. All right. So uh, pretty exciting there. It sounds pretty. I love a, I love a nice island to visit. Yeah. You know, their private islands are always nice because food is included and, and all that. So um, it's very comfortable experience usually uh you don't have to deal with excursions you don't have to deal with sometimes with the bahamas um the locals can be a little bit aggressive and you don't have to deal with any of that when you go to these private islands so that's very nice if anyone is interested in booking with carnival for one of these cruises or any other of their cruises you can contact me cheryl Bonasso at mainstreetandmoretravel.com oh, what a nice segue that was all right, and that's all of our show for today. So we'll be back here on Wednesday with more news. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.